Thomas Watson was an English nonconformist Puritan preacher and author. He was also vicar here at St. Stephen Walbrook, one of a long line of controversial clerics in this parish, of which he may even have been the first. He was educated at Emmanuel College in Cambridge, where he was noted for remarkably intense study. In 1646, he commenced a 16-year pastorate here at St. Stephen Warbrook. He showed strong Presbyterian views during the Civil War, with, however, an attachment to the king. And in 1651, he was imprisoned briefly with some other ministers for his share in Christopher Love's plot to recall Charles II of England. He was released on the 30th of June, 1652, and was formally reinstated as vicar here at Walbrook. He obtained great fame and popularity as a preacher until the Restoration, when he was ejected for nonconformity. Notwithstanding the rigor of the acts against dissenters, Watson continued to exercise his ministry privately as he found opportunity. Upon the Declaration of Indulgence in 1672, he obtained a license to preach at the Great Hall in Crosby House. After preaching there for several years, his health gave way and he retired to Barnston in Essex, where he died suddenly while praying in secret. He was buried on the 28th of July, 1686. C.H. Spurgeon wrote that although Watson issued several most valuable books, comparatively little is known of him, making his writings his best memorial. And Spurgeon says perhaps he needed no other, and therefore providence forbade the superfluity. Thomas Watson's body of practical divinity, from which we've heard an extract today, is one of the most precious of the peerless works of the Puritans, and those best acquainted with it prize it most. Watson was one of the most concise, racy, illustrative, and suggestive of those eminent divines who made the Puritan age the Augustan period of evangelical literature. There is a happy union of sound doctrine heart-searching experience and practical wisdom throughout all of his works, and his body of divinity is beyond all the rest, useful to the student and to the minister. In his sermon entitled, How to Get the Most from Reading Your Bible, Watson recommended making sure to put yourself under a true ministry of the word faithfully and thoroughly expanding the word, being earnest and eager in waiting on it. And here at St. Stephen Walbrook, he found a congregation willing to do this. Spurgeon says that the church was constantly filled for the fame and, popular, for the fame and popularity of the preacher were deservedly great. Watson remarked in the second of three farewell sermons um, prior to his ejection that he had had much comfort, uh, he had with much comfort 
observed your reverent attention to the word preached. He was referring to the congregation here at St. Stephen Walbrook. You rejoice in this light, not for a season, but to this day. I have observed your zeal against error in a critical time, your unity and amity. It is this that he commends in a preliminary discourse to catechizing, where he shares his thoughts on how we can continue securely established and steadfast in the faith without shifting from the hope promised by the gospel. Among the advice that he gives in his sermons on the way in which we can profit from listening to sermons and from the reading of the Bible are these thoughts with which I close. Read with seriousness. The Christian life is to be taken seriously since it requires striving and not falling short. Persevere in remembering what you read. Don't let it be stolen from you. If it doesn't stay in your memory, it is unlikely to be much benefit to you. Meditate on what you read. The Hebrew word for meditate means to be intense in the mind. Meditation without reading is wrong and bound to err. Reading without meditation is barren and fruitless. It means to stir the affections, to be warmed by the fire of meditation. Read with a humble heart. Acknowledge that you are unworthy that God should reveal himself to you. And don't stop reading the Bible until you find your heart warmed. Let it not only inform you, but also inflame you. And then put into practice what you read. May it be so for each one of us. Amen.